The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Sometimes even unsuccessful city creations can be a draw for public curiosity, however morbid that curiosity may be. Bournemouth, on the southern coast of England, has one such flop in the form of the Boscombe Surf Reef, a resounding failure of a project but whose potential promise has still managed to breathe life into the local economy. You're listening to Tour Stories, a monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode, Amy Vandenberg visits the south coast to find out what the attempted attraction has meant for the city. Boscombe is a coastal suburb of Bournemouth, located on a sandy stretch along the Dorset coast. Today the waterfront is bustling with families and tourists. Restaurant terraces are packed, and children and adults alike play in the sand. But Boscombe hasn't always been the summer destination it is today. This seaside town has gone through many ups and downs, but none have been so influential as the total failure of the Boscombe Surf Reef, which, paradoxically, ended up being partly responsible for the area's rejuvenation. Boscombe was once a wealthy neighborhood and booming holiday destination, but in the latter part of the 20th century, that changed. Bournemouth and its beachfront felt the sting of the end of the traditional English holiday as people went abroad and over the next decades the area decayed and Boscombe generally lost its luster. This lasted until the early aughts. People didn't want to go there because there was a lot of bad stuff going on. Even on the beach it wasn't very pleasant. My name's Jane Kelly. I came to live here in Boscombe in 2004 and in 2011 I was elected as a councillor for the local area. The story really starts with a run-down coastal car park that was sold by the town to developers, who then built flats on the site. With all these funds from the sale, the council decided to put the money towards regenerating the shorefront, which included a special project that would attract a different crowd. Surfers. There was sun surfing in the area before, but the council believed by enhancing the swell, surfers would flock in their thousands while raising the profile of Boscombe. The idea was to build a sunken barrier that would push the swell in a way that sculpted the best waves for surfing. The town got to work, striking a deal with the New Zealand company called ASR Limited, which has built similar artificial reefs in New Zealand, India, and Australia. In 2008, work began filling containers with sand and placing them on the seafloor. The reef was declared open in 2009, and the town was abuzz. 
This was the first artificial reef built in the Northern Hemisphere. But problems emerged early on. In the 18 months after its construction, surfers reported some good surf days, but most reviews were disappointing. Then the reef's death knell came when a boat's propeller snagged one of the containers, which was made with a geotextile fabric. The company who made them started to do repairs, but after many delays and other issues, it went into liquidation. In 2014, surfers had given up on the reef and so had the council. Five years and over three million pounds later, it was closed. But despite the project's failure, Boscombe has undoubtedly benefited. It was such a draw, such an exciting thing to happen that it kick-started a lot of other regeneration. So it was definitely worth doing, even though it didn't turn out quite as effective as it might have done for as long as we had hoped. It was such a great thing to happen for Boscombe. In the years of excitement pre- and post-opening, the reef and town experienced an unprecedented amount of media coverage, and people from around the UK started to visit out of simple curiosity. And with them came businesses, and the regeneration Boscombe always hoped for and invested in. Would we do it again, you know, with hindsight? Probably put a bit more research into it first. But it was the catalyst that made other things happen. So I'm not at all upset that, you know, we tried. If you don't try in these things, you never know, do you? And it wasn't a complete failure. While visitors and locals play, dine and shop along the bustling waterfront and pier, not far off, a dark, clumpy mass rests beneath the unaffected waves, unnoticed. Despite being partly responsible for the area's rejuvenation, the Boscombe Artificial Reef Project is already being lost to the sandbags of time. Tall Stories is a monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was written by Amy Vandenberg and produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye. And thank you for listening, City Lovers. Hold up. 